Hi. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show, your weekly ADD exploration into every topic under the sun. Today we are going to dive into my favorite 6.7 tools to love the skin you're in. Now, this is this is a pretty uh, this is a pretty typical New Year's Day sort of topic. Um, I find I don't get a lot of it in my Facebook feed because I don't really like subscribe to a lot of those workout things and everything, but I do find that at the beginning of the year, of course, everybody and their mother is talking about losing weight and getting fit and all of those things. And um, I'm going on pro- I'm going on year number four of being in my body. Hi, honey. Hi, Katerina. Hi, guys. Um, being in my skin, using the access tools. And um, I was... I'm launching the six weeks to change with your body thing, and I've written, I've written and designed with my friend Shana Fernando this stunning ebook, which I'm going to go through with you today. But it takes us through like all these points of view and all these tools, and like uh, kind of in greater detail, all the different things that we use to to not love our body. Hi, Sandra. So I, I sort of wanted to get a little more personal. To, like I never get personal. So today I'm going to get personal. It's going to be a really different day. <laughs> And I brought my um, weight ball with me because because weight ball. And I'm going to talk about this. Um, I wanted to get a little more personal today and really talk about what kind of, not just my story, like not just what the body journey has been for me, but really, 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 like there's so many different tools. Hi, Eleanor. How many different tools that you can use with your body? And the ones that I used are I want to share those with you. Okay. And I sort of want to like take you on a little mini tour through this ebook that you're going to get when you sign up for the six weeks to change with your body, because I'm also going to publish it into a real book and um, get it out in the world. So for, with the class, you get it for free, which is really fun. And it's, um, anyway, so, so there'll be a lot of things, but so I was sitting yesterday and I was looking at the show and I was, um, I was sort of just looking backwards. <laughs> Hi, Amy. Hi, Celine. I know there's so many people going live right now. I think Julia's live right now, too. Um, okay, ADD. I, when I first got into access consciousness, was, you've said this before, but I was fresh out of like heavy into nutrition and heavy into working out. And then I got into access consciousness and I stopped working out and I stopped eating. No, I didn't stop eating. I started eating way more sugar, way more salt, way more fat, all the things that, you know, in the back in the day that I had points of view about. And um, and so my body started gaining weight and it started changing shape. And in the very beginning of that journey, um, I was letting it happen, but I was a little freaked out. And I actually remember saying to somebody like, um, I'm playing with this, asking my body and listening to my body and eating basically what what's fun for me. Uh, which was a really, really, really different way of being. And I was like, I hope I don't balloon into a 5,000 pound person because I was consistently gaining weight. Now, if you talk to anybody in the nutrition industry, um, they're going to go, well, yeah, duh. Like, you know, nobody drinks Coke and doesn't gain weight, right? That's pretty much the popular point of view. You don't, you can't drink Coke and drink eat potato chips and lose weight or maintain the same shape, you know, like, and I've got all this information floating around in my head about, you know, what all that is. So, so as it was happening, it was like, it was as if my body was proving my secret and hidden covert points of view, my actual points of view, right? It was playing with all these different tools and playing with asking, but secretly I truly believed that you really couldn't do that stuff and not gain weight. So guess what was happening? I was gaining weight. Um, 
So I don't know at what point it totally changed for me, but I, I started realizing that I was still... I was still revolving my life around the choices that I was making with my body. And so one of the things that I do in this workbook that I created for you is I take us through like, what are your points of view in your stories? What are your projections and your expectations? What, but, but in all these different areas. So for example, um, what are your points of view and your stories around you and food? Now, I didn't even really realize until I started looking at this for myself, how much my point of view about money controlled what I chose with my body. I didn't actually let my body choose for a long time. I let money choose or the lack of money or my belief about money choose. So for example, um, my point of view and my story about me and food was that um, I, I have so many, I don't even know if I can put them all into words, but like me and money and food is another area that I look at. So um, if it caught, if there, was, there, was a, there was a too much limit, right? So you could go to a restaurant and it would be like, well, that's expensive. I don't know at what point it went over, tipped over into that's too expensive, but there was always a point where, you know, with food, it tipped over into that's too expensive. And in my family growing up, um, we were pretty much broke. I grew up in a trailer park and um, there was a lot of us kids and my mom was always trying to feed us on a budget. And so we would go to Taco Bell for dinner many, many times because Taco Bell had a dollar menu. So, so the big deal on a Taco Bell night in my family was when you could go off the dollar menu and get like a, you know, a burrito supreme, which was like $3. Hi, Marianella. Hi, Alyssa. And that was, that was a big deal. So, so as I got older um, and I started creating money for myself, there was, there was just this innate understood ceiling in my reality around money. And you know, I remember when I um, was, I was a waitress and I finally moved out on my own and that was this big deal because paying rent on my own was this inconceivable thing and I finally did it. And um, I remember budgeting for skincare and hair care because I've always been sort of this chick that likes skincare and makeup and things like that, but I would budget to the penny. Like, and by budget, I mean, I would figure out how much money I had coming in and I would spend it all before it came in basically and say, okay, I have exactly $52 for my skincare because I'm about to run out. Like I got really, really specific about um, what I could actually afford. And then I went through a phase when I was married for the second time where we didn't have any money and I gave up all skincare and all expensive, expensive hair care. And I gave up all the things because I, I realized that, well, I could scale way back and live off almost nothing. So, so when I, so you sort of skip through the timeline in my life and I come into access consciousness and I have a ton of points of view about what I can or can't do with my body based on money. And so I started going to these big access classes. And one of the things, if you start traveling to these classes will, that will start to happen is your reality will get a little bent and expanded and invited to more. And so the, the people that I was hanging out with would go and they would go to the bar, you know, uh, in between class or whatever, and they'd have just a glass of Prosecco and an appetizer. And they all made it look so easy. And I realized as I was witnessing their reality that for me, that wasn't easy. I didn't have the point of view that that was easy. I had the point of view that that was expensive. And this is where I got to start really, hi, Lori. This is where I got to start really unraveling my points of view. So, so as all this was occurring, and it, you know, it wasn't like any one thing, any one tipping point. It was this ongoing like unveiling of where I was actually functioning from which if I could change anything about the way we operate on the planet with our body, it would be changing where we're functioning from, changing where we're functioning from with money, changing where we're functioning from with body, with your body, et cetera. So 
One of the things that I really, really didn't get is the contribution my body could be to changing my financial reality. Now, that was not even a, like, like that's not a conversation ever you ever have anywhere in the whole planet. What contribution can your body be? What contribution can your kids be? What contribution can your significant other be to changing your financial reality, right? I didn't, I didn't even, so I started looking at that, and I was like, well, what do you mean by that? And, okay, so my body does like nicer food. Nicer food has a higher price tag. Higher price tag means that I got to create more money to actually feed this body that actually likes the nicer food. Um, so that was one aspect of it that started inviting me to up-leveling my life to be able to have the things that my body wanted. Um, I started discovering that there was a difference in the texture of clothing, right? So, like, uh, I, again, with the growing up thing, right, grew up on hand-me-downs, and we grew up on, like, going to discount stores, you know, like, winter, well, up here it's winners, in the States it's, like, Ross Dress for Less, and um, I can't even remember now, Target. And I felt rich when I could go to Target and spend, like, three or four hundred dollars and get all these outfits, but what I didn't really acknowledge at the time was that the clothes that you bought there fell apart, And number one. And number two, so they didn't last. They'd only look good for like the first little bit. And, and number two, you know, like, then you wash them and they'd get like balled up and they'd shrink and all these stuff. So I started, when I started going to these classes, I, of course, all my friends, you know, they're starting to wear like silk and all these fabrics that, you know, require dry cleaning and look really nice and have this beautiful drape. And you, I could start to see the difference between clothes that were like really well crafted and clothes that weren't. And I was choosing the ones that weren't. And so again, with my reality, my body was inviting me to actually creating something else because it was like, I like those clothes, you know. And I don't remember, the. I think the first time I walked into Nordstrom's was in San Francisco, so only like three years ago. And I was at a, a level two and three, which is now the Choice of Possibilities class. And um, I walked into Nordstrom's and, and I had been avoiding it because I didn't want to go in there because I didn't want, you know, I knew I was going to like it. <laughs> so I walked in there and it turned out I, I bought a few dresses and they weren't that expensive and the fabrics were different and they felt really good on my skin. And, and that's when I started to really go... I wonder what points of view and stories I've created about money and me and my body that aren't true, that if I actually started turning them or just exploring into these different areas would change my whole reality, my financial reality, my physical reality. Then I started noticing that if I wore these fabrics or I wore these dresses or whatever, I felt different. My body felt different. I felt like a different person. You know, wearing a scratchy t-shirt versus like wearing this shirt is really, really soft made me feel different. I was softer somehow. It changed the energy of what I was being, which was really weird. I'd never noticed that before. Um, one of the other things we look at in this whole thing is like, what are your points of view and stories about you and where you live? You and what you drive? So because my whole reality had been centered around survival, none of that stuff was really important. Here's the, here's the things that were my priorities based on the fact that I was surviving. I had a roof over my head. I had something to drive. I had clothes to put on and I had a job and a little bit of makeup so that I looked okay from my point of view, right? Those were really my basics based on my point of view of survival. So when that core point of view starts to change, when it's no longer about survival, when it's about creating a different reality for you and letting your body's preferences contribute to that ask, that everything changes. So my point of view started shifting from survival into this, gosh, what would it be like to really have everything that I want? 
everything that my body would find fun. I flew first class. I did, actually, I think I flew first class or business class. I don't even think I've flown first class yet, but I flew business class. And then I compared that to economy. Now, I still fly economy quite a bit, but my body prefers the space in business class. So that's, again, if I want willing to choose it, an invitation to me to actually create my life in a different way. This house is a great example of that. I mean, you're looking at one of the views we have, but I mean, we have heated marble floors and... You know, the, the, the floors are all heated through this house. It's amazing. My bathroom is, my closet's as big as my last bedroom. You know, my bathroom is like two stories long. Um, the, the shower is this rain shower. And all of these were possibilities that I didn't even know that I could invite myself to create until I started just experimenting them and playing with them. So that's just one facet of the like, what could your body invite you to that you've just shut out and not even considered? Then there's, like sex and touch and this whole thing of like actually and showing up in the world. Um, I, I've talked about this before where I wouldn't let myself do certain activities if I didn't like look good in the clothes. So like if you're going to go in a wetsuit, you have to look good in the wetsuit for you to wear the wetsuit. Okay. So it's not like <laughs> there was a while I was doing triathlon and I remember feeling horrified at the idea of a wetsuit because I'm like, I'm going to squish my body into that and everybody's going to be looking at me as they come out of the water. Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck no. And it's not that I was that fat or ugly or any, I was just like, there's no fucking way I'm going to be seen dead in that thing, right? Has anybody else done that? Um, to videos where, I mean, I do a lot of videos with makeup and hair done and all that, but I've done lots of videos without it and I wasn't willing to do that before. Um, okay, so that's just like a touching on the visibility thing, but even more than that for me was um, getting intimate with another person and actually enjoying my body. Now, that was a, that was major for me, actually. For a long, long time growing up, like, sex wasn't that fun for me. And, um, you know, my, there was sexual abuse in my family, and my mom had intense judgments about sex. So I didn't even start enjoying sex until I was, like, 25 or 30. And even then, when I was having sex with whatever husband I was with at the time, um, I hated my stomach. I hated my stomach. So it's like, and that was just one part, but I like every time I would get naked, all I could think about was how I looked and how I looked lying on my side and how I looked lying on my back and whether or not my stomach was flat when I stood up or what I, what I looked like naked was this massive, massive thing. And then when somebody went to touch me, there was nothing that I could receive about, about anything that they appreciated about my body. So basically everything that anybody would tell me about my body was this thing that just like rolled off yeah, 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 whatever. You're just horny. You're just a guy. You're just saying that. You're just saying that because I'm here naked with you. You would say that. I'm naked with you. I'm the only one naked with you. Of course I'm gorgeous, right? So I would do every single thing in my power to like make that acknowledgement of what was actually true roll off. And, and then any time and every time somebody would go around, reach around me to like touch my stomach, I was like, I, I remember the feeling inside. It was like this, uh, like I would try to shrink back from my skin. And because um, I hated it. I hated it. It wasn't supposed to be there. It wasn't supposed to, they weren't supposed to like it. It wasn't supposed to be pooching. I was, my whole fucking thing about everything about my body was about shrinking my stomach. And um, again, I'm not sure when this started to change, but I just started looking at like, what, what kind of experience do I want to have in this body? Like, what do I actually want the time on this planet to be like? 
and I don't know why it makes me cry kind of, but it's like, it was, it was sort of a pivotal moment where I really just got like, it's like it just hit me. Like I could either keep hating me or I could just stop. <laughs> and so I really, really, really started using interesting point of view. I have this point of view was one thing actively in the mirror, but I also like, I started in those moments, like for example, with my whole stomach thing, when anybody would touch me there, I would push down all my energetic barriers. I would push down all my barriers and I would, I actually started practicing just receiving that touch, just receiving that presence with that part of me. And the only way I can tell you how to do that is you just play with it energetically, like play with putting all your barriers up and then play with pushing them down and notice the difference in your body. And, um, and, and it's cool because what I realize now is that that's choice in every 10 seconds. Like that's the choice to receive in that 10 seconds, which I didn't have those words. I was just like, I'm done. Like I'm done not enjoying being in here. And then there was another moment where I was like, you know, I was in a dress and I was feeling sexy. And then I looked down and I saw my roles and I was like, you know, I went, I started going into judgment of me and I was sitting there and I had just, just that day had this beautiful man come up to me and just tell me how beautiful I was and how sexy I was and how much he appreciated how I walked in the world. And, um, I'm sitting there and I'm looking down at my roles and I'm like, you know what? I can either keep hating this or I can just choose to be different with it. Like I can just choose something else. And so I just, in those moments, like when I was sitting there, when I felt rolly or when I was looking at myself in the mirror or when I was laying on my side, I started like actually touching my body in those places. And I was like, thank you. Like I just started changing what I was being with my body in those places. Just thank you. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for carrying me. Thank you for being sexy. Thank you for being something that, you know, I get to play with. Thank you for just, just thank you. And it took a minute because I was so conditioned to do the other thing, but it started to change. And, um, I was, I don't know what I was doing the other day. I was like, I was on meetup or something. And there was this meetup group of like, uh, I think it was called hot business chicks or something. And they were chicks from like 21 to 30. And, you know, I looked at all those girls and it's not that every single one of those girls judges themselves, but when you go into downtown Vancouver, you see a lot of really beautiful women, you know, long hair, thin yoga pants, the whole nine, um, the eyelash extensions, the beautiful eyebrows. Um, that are like not even in their bodies, that energetically are not even in their bodies. And I'm sort of like, you know what, everything about this planet, like if you look outside, everything about this planet is about being. Like if you go out into the rain and you actually stand there and you receive the rain, there's something that changes in your world. If you go out into the rain and you resist the rain, you know, then it's just annoying. Rain is just annoying. If you go out into the sunlight and you receive the sunlight, like that can change everything. If you go out into the sunlight and you're pissed that it's sunny and you're like bundling yourself up, resisting the sun, then that changes your experience. And I was, you know, it's like, I actually wonder after today, like how much our bodies invite us to creating a life that we wouldn't be able to choose otherwise, right? It's like if we didn't have a body that liked Prosecco and, you know, soft clothes and kind touch. If I didn't have a body that really, really liked kind, nurturing touch, I never would have asked for John. If I never would have asked for John, I never would have had this amazing journey that we've been on for the last year and a half. 
right? Like I, I actually chose a lot of men that were really judgmental in bed. So it was like, you know, it's kind of like porn sex is wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And that was it. And which is fine if you want to get banged, I guess. <laughs> but I started realizing that my body actually preferred different kinds of touch. And it was kind of a big choice to go that direction because it wasn't something that I'd ever asked for before. And from my point of view, I, I thought those men, those kind nurturing men would be boring. You know, I met those men before. I'd been friends with those men before. Like they're kind of boring. They're not that interesting. They don't live on the edge, you know. And so, but, but, but getting what my body actually wanted invited me to changing my point of view, which invited me to something different. And then we haven't even talked about like the awareness that your body has. We haven't even talked about that. Like the amount of information that my body gives me about other people, about other people's worlds is beyond. And the amount of information that my body gives me about what's going on with the earth that I didn't even know about or care about, especially when I first found access consciousness, I'm like, the earth, pfft. like the earth will be fine, don't worry about it. Um, didn't care. And my body gets so much information about people. So I happen to know, like if I, because I spend so much time on my own, if I go into a social situation now, um, like, you know, I, I feel everything. Like there's so much going on in my body and I know everything that's going on with everybody in the room. If I walk up to somebody where it's really uncomfortable, I know that they're really uncomfortable. I know they got a lot of shit going on, even if they're like calm on the surface. Um, if I walk up to somebody where, you know, I'm freaking out inside, I know they're freaking out inside because nothing belongs to me. Hi, Jacqueline. Um, like my body gives me so much information about people. If I can't get things out of my mouth, if I'm sitting talking to other people and I can't get things out of my mouth, I know they can't hear it. If I'm sitting talking to another person and I can get those same things out of my mouth and more is coming out, I know they can hear it. Like it gives me so much information if, because I'm willing to listen now and I just be and I don't judge it hardly at all, way less. Um, I get so much information about things. So it gives me the creative edge in every single person situation. I was actually realizing I could start a whole, you know, like when you look at... Um, categories of work life like recruiting or hiring or you know like if you're starting a new restaurant how do you know how to hire the right people there's no we're not really given a lot of tools on you've got body language tools and you've got like diff you know behavioral profiling tools and things like that but like really when you look at a lot of the positions out there where people are in charge of hiring other people what would change in the world if we actually gave people the tools to know what they know and what would change if you actually gave yourself the tools to know what you know. If when you walk into a room and you feel really anxious and uncomfortable, that doesn't belong to you, what kind of information do you have and what can you change and be that would change that whole thing, right? That's your body giving you all that information. Like if you didn't have a body, you wouldn't be able to do any of that. So really my invitation is really to start looking at where you're functioning from. Um, of, of course, like, you know, this if you want to, you can take these tools and this book that I'm about to publish that you get for free with the six-week class takes you through all your points of view and stories. You like my little light? It's like a... <laughs> so what are your points of view and stories about you and food? What are your points of views and stories about you and money and food? You and clothes. You and the mirror. You and being in pictures. You and doing a video. Uh, you and sex are being touched. You and where you'd like to live or where you, where you live or where you'd like to live. You and what you drive or what you'd like to drive. You and movement. What are all your points? Like, start looking at all this stuff. 
And then I take us through every every week we go through a different facet of this and we play with choice. So like um, that week, you know, we play with movement, but like go outside two to three times this week. What will that create in your world? This is the other thing I really didn't get about movement and going outside. I didn't get contribution. And I get that this is unraveling for me a ton still, but I didn't get contribution. I'm like, what do you mean what contribution is moving to my life and living, right? And then yesterday I was uploading a video and it was taking forever. I felt like I was in Australia with that internet. And so in the meantime, like while it was uploading, I, uh, I've been keeping my yoga mat out in my bedroom. And um, thanks, Tammy. Um, and I also keep this ball, this ball right here. This is John's addition to our life. And so I just keep these out. And yesterday I ran over while the video was uploading, I ran over to my yoga mat and I did like three wall sits with the ball in and out, which was John's addition. And I did, you know, a plank and I did um, a couple of push push ups or whatever. And like my whole evening changed in like two minutes. It was different. And I'm like, oh, the contribution to movement. You know, and I know people that love to go outside and walk and I love people that are in the snow and people that love to ski. But there's been so many times where I've been this all or nothing person where I either have to like go to the ski home, get all the stuff on or do a full workout or or nothing. And I'm really just changing that into like, what can I do in two minutes? What can I add right now? Like, what can I actually move right now? And, and that will change the energy. Oh, and that's something I'm really, really excited to weave into more of everything that I do is this, this whole epiphany and awareness of changing the energy because um, Oh, it, was, it was Global Bars Day, actually. We were watching all the content that Access put together for us on Global Bars Day. And I was listening to I was listening to a conversation between Shannon O'Hara and Dane here. And um, if you're new to Access Consciousness, uh, go check out both their YouTube channels, what gifts they are. But Shannon was really acknowledging Dane for being a pioneer in, in maestroing energy. And Dan, all of Dane's classes are about being and playing and changing and creating with energy as energy. And um, this is, again was something that I didn't get my body played a part in. I really, 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 really had a lot of value for my brain, my head, my all the stuff that went up in here. And the rest of this was like, okay, it's fine, I have it. We'll, we'll sling it around a little bit, you know. So, but he said something the other day, uh, I was watching that video and they talked about the most the key thing in everything that we do is the, is the fact that we can just change the energy. That's the thing. That's the thing that we actually need to look to change all the time. And I real it was like I heard it for the first time. I mean, I you've probably heard that before. You probably know that. <laughs> but it went in different this time because I really have had the point of view throughout my life that if the relationship with that other person isn't working, change the person. If the relationship, if the work environment is not working, change the work environment, quit, move on. If the um, place you're living isn't working, move somewhere else. And sometimes that's true. But one of the things my choices recently are inviting me to, like with living with, you know, the three of us in this house, with creating a relationship with John, is actually not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You know, when John and I have a rough week, even though I want to blow it all up and kick him out, <laughs> and I'm sure vice versa, um, I, instead of doing that, I go talk to my friend, I get some questions, and I look at changing the energy. And it's been so amazing in the last week, especially, like the number of conversations that we've had. Um, it's only been like two recently, where it was just like, 
where I started to just get it. Like, we don't need to change you in my life. We don't need to change me in your life. We need to change the energy. And so what can we be? What question can we ask? What thing can we change to change the energy? And literally, as soon as the energy is different, we're different. As soon as the energy is different, we're able to create again. As soon as the energy is different, we're different. That's it. So that's the thing about you and your body is like as soon as the energy with you and your body is different, it changes. Your body's able to change. You're able to change. Um, and that's the contribution of movement. That's the contribution of adding 26 things to your life. That's the contribution of getting out in nature. So in the six weeks, we play with choice. That's the contribution of going to Nordstrom to see if you like those clothes or what fabrics you like. It changes the energy. It changes your awareness. It changes what you're willing to be for you. Um, we play with visibility. Ah, every week we have a visibility prompt. So it's like, um, like do your first video. What are you desiring to get out of six weeks? What comes up for you when you get on video? What have you been not choosing that if you would choose it would expand your whole life? So yeah, the contribution of things. And then the next week we go into feelings. So what are your feelings about you and food? What are your feelings about you and money and food? What are your feelings about you and clothes? What, so all the feelings that are controlling our life. Oh my God, I have to stop. I have one more minute. Then we go into, um, okay, so many things. What are your judgments? What are your judgments about you and food? What are your judgments about? Like, where are we functioning from that we're not even looking at? Um, what are your projections and your expectations of you in regards to food, you and clothing? Where do you live in the world? This is another thing. I lived in small town Ontario and nobody got dressed up. Everybody like wore bundled up and you know the thing. And so when I started you know, changing that, I'm like, I will not fit in if I change my clothing. I have projections. There's so many projections and expectations of what you're supposed to look like living in this place. Anyway, I got to go. I have another Facebook Live. But um, what, what can you start to gift you and your body and your body's reality you in your body, you and your body's reality, what can you start to choose that will start to let you acknowledge where you're functioning from and give you the gift of you again? I adore you. Please share this if it was a contribution, and I will see you next week.